I'm Jason Van Metting. And I'm Ksenia Chmutana. Welcome to Disasters Deconstructed Podcast. Ho, ho, ho. It's Christmas special again. Hello, Jason. Hello, Ksenia. You look forward to that every year, don't you? Every year. This is my favorite part of uh, our podcast recording process. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm so excited that I can do Oh, oh, oh. I'm, glad, I'm glad you have so much fun with it. <laughs> I know, right? Well, you sound tentative. Like you're really not sure about all this, are you? <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. I, d- I don't know if I want to do the ho, ho, ho intro, but you can. Come on, you should try. Um, maybe, maybe next year. Okay, maybe next year. Okay, right. so two more seasons at least, right? Okay, fine. We we, we can do that. Okay, we can um, make it. We can make it till the end of the uh, the next year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So you can you know practice your ho ho ho. Um, one of the things you also need to practice, you know, that I've discovered in this uh, season is oh, no. uh, saying r. r. <laughs> <laughs> oh my why goodness! Can, why can't you say r, Jason? Okay, wait. Should I try? Go on. <laughs> why, why, why goggling like water in it's, it's, it sounds like you've got water in my throat doesn't it don't drown okay I need some training with my rolling my arse it's embarrassing yeah so that's your the early 2022 resolution I okay. practice to roll your okay I, honestly if you can believe it I used to be worse I think I cannot believe it. <laughs> you just have to take my word for it. Oh, okay. 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 Well, that's a good start. Very Christmassy start, isn't it? Um, so Christmassy. Yeah. The normal um, scenario for the Christmas special. Hi, everyone. Um, I guess those of you who have dared to listen to our previous Christmas specials, uh, you know, who are brave enough, know that this is just going to be 30 minutes of um, absurdity. <laughs> most of our conversations are they are but usually every week there's some sensible people that come to talk to us so yeah whereas whereas today is just us so there's no escape right yeah (laughs) true but so as always um well i've prepared two presents for you intangible presents and okay. i know that you've prepared i hope you've prepared presents for me if you haven't then i better get on <laughs> google gonna be now good. i'm gonna get on google yeah quickly quickly <laughs> right <laughs> and so we shall give these presents to each other and then we will just chat about i don't know um all things weird right all right yeah so who goes first you go okay so i'll i'll start um with, with the kind of with the more serious presents because i as you know i i like reading i mean you know, on, on a serious note, I think what I really enjoyed um, this year is that we really started talking on this podcast um, a lot about um, oppression and kind of the dynamics of the oppressor and the oppressed, right? Mm-hmm. And the power structures and capitalism. Um, and I think you and I, we had numerous conversations about how um, even with some of the kind of critical scholars, these conversations don't really kind of um, you know, they, they don't forefront um, academic research. And so it's it's really been very interesting to engage more um, in these discussions with so many guests um, over the year, over, over these two seasons um, in this year. 
And so as I was thinking about it, you know, of course, as a part of this, we talk a lot about the um, uh, uh, kind of poverty, right? And then the, the rich people, um, particularly as COVID unfolded and the, you know, the, the wealth of the wealthiest um, has multiplied so many mm -hmm. times. Um, and uh, this is why I want to um, read a piece for you as a part of my first part of my Christmas present um, from a monologue called um, Christmas Day in the Workhouse. And so this is kind mm. of quite a dramatic monologue. Um, it was written in 1877 um, by a campaigning journalist, George Robert Sims. Um, and so the kind of the whole story of the poem of the ballad is about um, an old um, trader called John, who is from Devon. And, you know, he he is sold that he has been reduced to poverty and he kind of he has to come to the workhouse to eat on Christmas Day. Um, and so I will I will read the opening verse and then I will tell you the story. Okay. So I, I, I quote the opening verse. It is Christmas Day in the workhouse and the cold bare walls are bright with garlands of green and holly, and the place is a pleasant sight. For with clean-washed hands and faces, in a lone and hungry line, the paupers sit at the table, for this is the hour they dine. And the guardians and their ladies, although the wind is east, have come in their furs and wrappers to watch their charges feast, to smile and to be condescending, put puddings on pauper plates, to be hosts at the workhouse banquet they've paid for with the rates. And, you know, then the ballad continues. This is the end of the opening verse. And of course, so what we learn um, through this ballad, you know, because this the John, the straight trader, he's really unhappy. And the guardians, of course, you know, they, the masters of the workhouse, they really quite can't understand why he's so unhappy. You know, they've provided a Christmas meal for him. Um, only to learn that in, in the previous Christmas, um, his wife, Nancy, um, she was starving and, you know, they were married for 50 years. And um, John came to the... To, 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 to the workhouse, but the masters didn't allow um, Nancy to come with him. You know, they had to be separated and Nancy refused to do so because she wanted to spend Christmas with her husband of 50 years. Mm. And so John therefore refused to eat as well. Um, and he kind of went out in search of scraps. Uh, but before he returned, she died. Um, and so, you know, this Christmas meal is kind of a bitter memory um, for him. And he um, condemns the masters for putting him in a situation like that. Um, and, you know, as I was reading this ballad, it just really made me think about the, the last two years and how COVID has really exposed all the inequalities, right? Really exposed poverty. So everything that we've been talking about in, in disaster scholarship, um, and again, just kind of have proven that disaster is not an event. It is a process. And it just, the, that one kind of event is just manifestation of everyday struggle for so many people. Yes. Thank you for sharing that and um i think it's great that we are hopefully in in the uh, in our field starting to talk more about the um you know this relationship between oppressed and oppressor and mm -hmm. looking at vulnerability a bit differently starting to to see how we can maybe use other language that is actually more pointed you know that's that's actually getting to the the oppression that underpins mm. the creation of risk because it's not a a choice that most people make and like with all this the, the work that we do to study 
um, so-called vulnerable people, a lot of that mm. is is not very political, and it's if it has some political foundation, it's not like taking action, you know. So mm. I appreciate that, and my my first thing that I wanted to to uh, respond with to that is kind of kind of in the same vein. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is like a combination of a few different things, but it's it's got some some similar uh, similar idea. So, because Christmas, like we talked on previous Christmas specials about like the the really healthy things that we do at Christmas and the the different um, meanings that are communal, the meanings that are about family and belonging and love. So the first one thing I wanted to read was um, from a book that, uh, as you probably know, I finished recently, Revolutionary Suicide by yeah. Hugh P. P. Newton. And um, it's from the, um, from the epilogue, which I think is really um, a cool piece. So um, here is uh, the epilogue called I Am We, and I quote, there is an old African saying, I am we. If you met an African in ancient times and asked him who he was, he would re reply, I am we. This is revolutionary suicide. I, we, all of us are the one and the multitude. So many of my comrades are gone now. Some tight partners, crime partners, and brothers off the block are begging on the street. Others are in asylum, penitentiary, or grave. They are all suicides of one kind or another who had the sensitivity and tragic imagination to see the oppression. Some overcame. They are the revolutionary suicides. Others were reactionary suicides who have either overestimated or under underestimated the enemy, but in any case were powerless to change their conception of the oppressor. The difference lies in hope and desire. By hoping and desiring, the revolutionary suicide chooses life. He is, in the words of Nietzsche, an arrow of longing for another shore. Both suicides despise tyranny, but the revolutionary is both a great despiser and a great adorer who longs for another shore. The revolutionary suicide must learn, as his brother the revolutionary has learned, that the desert is not a circle, it's a spiral. When we have passed through the desert, nothing will be the same. Uh, end quote. So I, I just... I love this conclusion to the to an amazing book because he really clearly spells out like what it means to uh, give your life in an mm. in a valuable way, right? For for your uh, comrades. So connecting this to Christmas, right? So um, <laughs> <laughs> gone. <laughs> so I have this piece from uh, Karen Sands O'Connor, and it's called. Yes, actually, they do know it's Christmas, imperialism and the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right? Okay. I love this. <laughs> okay, so uh, Karen O'Connor writes this, this interesting article. I'm going to read a little bit, just the intro, and then tell you about the article. So she's an author that writes a lot about children's books and about like the, the framing and the imagery that's used in children's books. Um, in a kind of, yeah, she's, she, she's, a, she's a good thinker and, and radical. Um, so she says, I quote, my least favorite Christmas songs involve people feeling sorry for other people. 
There's no better way to encourage smug self-satisfaction about your superior life than listening to songs where people buy shoes for little boys who have mothers with cancer. At least the shoe song is about local face-to-face charity. The all-time most annoying Christmas song, in my opinion, is Bob Geldof's 1984 Do the It's Christmas. A worldwide <laughs> smash hit and Christmas number one in the UK. I know I'm not supposed to hate this song because all the prophets went to help sick and starving children in Africa. Not once, but three times. It was re-recorded in 2004 and 2014, both times with charity signal- singles. But this song embodies for me all that is wrong with formerly question mark imperial countries and the way that they understand the world. Um, and then she goes, she goes on, I won't read. Uh, so I'll end quote there. So she goes on and talks about like the idea that like the ideas that are prevalent in this song, you know, that, that white people are saviors. Um, the fact that, you know, it, it kind of never mentions that maybe Britain could help Africa because Britain helped create the problem. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it like ignores the hundreds of years of, uh, Western countries stripping African countries of people and resources. Mm-hmm. And so it just goes into the, like the self-righteousness of, of, of this song. And other things it, it picks up on is like, you know, that it's promoting this idea that all Africans would actually care if they knew it was Christmas because not all Africans are Christian. Mm-hmm. And also there's a right way to celebrate Christmas and it needs to be mm-hmm. a consumer, like Western consumer style uh-huh, Christmas. Uh-huh. Um, and otherwise you wouldn't even know it's Christmas if you don't do what you're supposed to do. So I, I really like this article and um, where it's going with this critique. And it connects with this other article I picked up from um, Jonathan Coombs. He's writing about Mexico, actually. And um, it's called Christmas, Coca-Cola, and Cultural Imperialism. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love your, your search. I want to see your search <laughs> on Science Direct. This is the best. <laughs> um, okay, and so he's, he's talking about, like, the way that dominant cultures have kind of spread around the world, right? Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, and like what this means for, for things like traditions, um, like holiday traditions. And so, um, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll read a bit here. Okay, I quote from here. Let's see. Today, that diffusion continues through economic rather or largely rather than physical domination. The United States domination over world markets allows its goods and by extension its culture to penetrate every one of its trade partners. Mm. It's no surprise that you get marble reds and a Coke in the remotest corners of the globe. The result of our flooding of the world with our production is a seep of our culture into every other, often to the exclusion of the original. He's talking about how, um, you know, lots of Americans might think that's a good thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then he says, the problem is that we usually export the worst parts of uh, soft <laughs> drinks, fast food, discount beers, shitty consumer goods, and end- endless drivel of our network TV. Um, it's part of why much of the world has so low an opinion of our culture. I mean, arguably, it's, it's kind of also the 1,000 military bases and constant aggression. Anyway, um, he doesn't say that. that was me. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then he says, quoting again, there's a tension here in every holiday that Mexicans share with the United States between the community and family-oriented celebrations of tradition 
and the consumerist bonanzas imported from up north. Um, the Day of the Dead has roots here that go back centuries before conquest, roots that tie Mexicans to their ancestors, to each other, and to the journey through life to, through life to death that governs all human action. And then he, he goes on from there to talk about like the different uh, ways that Christmas has been imported into culture in Mexico and often erased mm. um, and obscured a lot of the uh, traditions that uh, pe- the people groups had uh, previously. Yeah, it's kind of, kind of distressing to think about the way that a consumerist conception of Christmas has spread around the globe and um, and not only like erase other people's traditions, but also help to promote like this very illustrated by the by the Geldof song, like a very white supremacist notion of of the world, and like encourage a lot of people to feed their savior complex through charity. Um, so anyway, I just wanted to share all these things with you to to illustrate how much we need to resist these tendencies. And I, I love this, you know, because just last night, as I was kind of eating the 50th mince pie, you know, I'm slightly mm-hmm. obsessed with mince pies. Yes, you um, are. Um, which I am only allowed to eat in December. Very strict rules. <laughs> I <imposed> know. <laughs> by me, on me, which yeah. are great. Um, you know, the Christmas songs were just kind of playing, just random yeah. Spotify list. And of course, the Santa Baby song came. Yeah. And I just, I never really listened to lyrics, and I would just hum. And yes, for some reason, I just listened. And, yeah. you know, when, I don't even know who sings it. Um, somebody. Um, you know, and she kind of sings that all I want is the deed to platinum mine, you know, or like yeah. 52 convertible light blue. Right. And I was just like, wow, is is this really like, this is what makes Christmas list? Um, this kind of consumerist bonanza, as you've just said. Yeah. But this really is what it's all about, right? It's all about presence and um, everybody's just kind of trying to run around and we know that the rates of people borrowing money are just going through the roof um, in December yeah. um, sure. because everybody will go and compare their presents, right? Um, yeah. And most of it will get binned because, you know, we may not like what we get and really we should be looking after each other not giving presents that, you know, are po- absolutely pointless. Mm. But um, clearly we're on the same wave, surprise, surprise. I was kind of thinking about Santa, right? And how everybody knows Santa Claus uh, for, you know, for, for, for bad reasons mainly. Um, but of course, pretty much every tradition has like the original Santa Claus in quotation mark, right? So the equivalent, the counterparts, right? Um, in different countries. And so I've prepared a little Christmas quiz for you um, in which... <laughs> in which um, I will give you the names of different equivalents of Santa, and you will have to guess which countries they come from. Okay, go on. You ready for this yeah. challenge? Um, I, I just am I allowed the quiz. to use Google? No, no, <laughs> no cheating, no cheating allowed. Um, and uh, by the way, I'm still waiting for my canned cranberry sauce, which I won in the Christmas quiz last year. Um, I thought Jamie was sending you that. <laughs> Why would you? You did the Christmas quiz. Why would Jamie? Yeah, Jamie um, also owes me a kind of Christ- cranberry sauce. Everybody okay. owes, owes okay. me basically a can cranberry sauce. I don't even know if I'm going to like it, but just because I'm greedy, um, I request. Okay. Anyway, 
So, are you ready for this challenge? Are you uh, so ready, yeah. Okay. So, I, I give you the name and you have to tell me where they come from. So, the first one is easy. Is there a prize? Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll do one. I can send you a box of mince pies if you want. Oh, that's okay. I'm just here. You don't have to give me a prize. We'll see how well I do. Okay, fine. What's the first if, name? Uh, the first one is easy. Um, it's Grandfather Frost. Which country is Grandfather Frost from? It's easy. Oh my god. Yeah, because I've mentioned it like 50 times before. Russia. Here's the yes, that's a good hit. Yay! <laughs> um, and so Grandfather Frost brings presents on New Year's Eve. Okay. Okay, next one. Nicholas. Nicholas. Is that not m like across multiple... Nicholas. The first letter is I'm for mother. Nicholas. Or Nicholas. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> um, Just <laughs> Reese. Um, kind of close, actually. More into mainland Europe. Um, um, Spain. Um, no, he's from Tell Hungary. Me. Hungary. Hungary. And so, if you're bad in Hungary, um, you might <laughs> find only a wooden spoon waiting for oh. you on Christmas morning. Um, okay, next do one. You, do you get like smacked with the wooden spoon or just a gift of a wooden spoon? Well, it's not really a gift, is it? What do you do with a wooden spoon? Bake. <laughs> really? I don't know. I hate like I, I hate the, the, the sense of wood on my teeth. So I'd be really disappointed. Um, that's really? why I'm so good. Yeah. Ooh, I can't eat like ice cream on a wooden stick. It's the worst thing ever. Oh, just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay anyway we do, didn't need to know that did we um now let's we go back to our quiz well, now you okay. know yeah um okay next one is hoteyosho um hoteyosho japan yes okay. so he's from japan he's an old man who carries a big sack over his back um, but he's got eyes um, in the back of his head, so he uses wow. them to know when children are not too nice. I like it. <laughs> Petrifying, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, Noel Baba is the next one. <coughs> Noel Baba. Mm. <laughs> We're back on the kind of um, sort of Europe. Oh. Turkey? Mm-hmm. Okay. How did you know? <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Noel Baba is from Turkey and he brings presents um, on New Year's Eve rather than Christmas. Cool. Okay, next one is fun. Um, Kanakaloka. Kanakaloka? Yeah, that's sort of closer to you Mexico. than to me. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Just a random guess. Closer to me than to you. Yeah, very close to you, actually. Not very close, but like relatively close. Um, like Cuba? No. No? <clears throat> One more guess. Really? Um, uh -huh. <laughs> really? Embarrassing myself here. Same country as you. In what fact. Same country as... What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like where I am right now. Uh-huh. United States. Yeah. Like what? A certain part of the United States? Uh-huh. 
I'm enjoying this immensely. Really? Well, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I don't know. It's Hawaii. Uh, yeah, okay. and so he comes on a canoe rather than on the reindeer, obviously. Um, cool. Okay, four more to go. So next one is Pine Natal. It's a really hard quiz. I know, I'm sorry. But it's fun, right? <laughs> it's fun for you. Um, uh, no, that's all that matters. I'm going to get you in my next thing. Okay. Fine. Um, uh, like India? Portugal. Portugal. Yeah, so he wow. leaves presents under the Christmas tree or in shoes by the fireplace. So okay. very similar. Okay, next one. This is a difficult one. <laughs> like probably... the others weren't right. Well. <laughs> so this is the hardest. Um, okay. Gagant Baba. Gagant Baba. I'm like no, none the wiser. Uh, I'll, give, I'll give you a hint. It's one of the former um, Soviet republics. Oh, really? <laughs> that that really narrowed it down. Um, I Come on, wild guess. Kazakhstan? Hmm. Close. Armenia. Armenia. Okay. Yeah, so he also comes on New Year's Eve um, because the actual Christmas is on the 6th of January and it's a religious holiday. Like, it's the same in Russia, right? So 7th of January is... Okay. Um, it's just a religious holiday rather than anything else. Okay, two more. <laughs> um, Tong Tong Wei. Tong Tong Wei. Um... Vietnam? No, it's um, close to you again. <coughs> tong Tong Nui. <laughs> I love reading about this country. Yeah. Um, Haiti. Yes, yes, it's Haiti. Um, so children place their clean, newly clean shoes filled with straw oh. under a tree um, uh, on the porch, and they hope that Tong Tong Wei will remove the straw and kind of put presents all around the shoes and the shoes. And okay, final one. Da, da, da. I have no idea how to pronounce this. Um, Yulemanden. Say again? <laughs> <laughs> Yulemanden. I think. Oh. I probably haven't pronounced any of this correctly, so apologies, dear audience, <laughs> for my inability <laughs> to speak languages. But, you know, it, I don't think it would have made any difference. Oh, to no, be probably not. Better you than me, though. <laughs> Yulemanden. Uh... Probably somewhere in Europe. Yeah. Netherlands? Close, close. Okay, mm. one more guess. Belgium? Denmark. Uh, yeah, so he, he like Santa Claus, he actually travels on sleigh and reindeer, but, you know, his reindeers don't fly. Um, mm. So he lives in Greenland and he likes rice pudding and um, he's helped by Nisser, which are kind of elf-like things people creatures wow ta-da um good effort i think <laughs> i will share my mint spice with them i don't think i you, deserve any i think i got like two right you get stuff for participation oh thanks <laughs> but yeah okay so now we know see so it's not just santa everywhere no that's very very cool thank you for that i am <laughs> thoroughly embarrassed with my efforts <laughs> Ha ha ha!
Okay. Moving Thanks. swiftly on because I don't want to dwell on my failures. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> okay. So, what I've done for the next next few minutes, I don't think this will take too long, because I've made a naughty or nice activity. Oh my god. <laughs> so what we're gonna do is you're gonna help me to make to make Santa's list 2021 disaster edition. Okay. Okay. Um, what I want you to do is to decide whether the following people organization should make the naughty or nice list. <laughs> okay. And I would like not making any friends in 22. Is this is this what's happening? Yeah, right. And us and it's 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 like it's kind of people organizations and things. So do I have to justify my choice. Yes, you do. Just... You do. I oh, want to hear no. I want to hear why. Oh no. Okay, okay. ready? Yeah. There's not really a, a right or wrong answer because depending on who the listener is, they might agree or disagree with you. Okay. Okay, so number one, ready? Mm-hmm. No. Naughty or nice? <laughs> Joe Biden. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Why? He's trying to build back better, you know. You know what I think on that. I can send you a whole paper on, on, on that matter. True. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, okay. Sorry, Joe. Sorry, Joe. Ready? <laughs> Number two. Workers on strike. Nice. I, yes, I like that. Why? Be- because I believe in solidarity. That's what you know. That's what mm-hmm. we should be all about. We should care for each other and stand together, right? Yes. Okay. Um, next, Boris Johnson. <laughs> he doesn't even make it to the list. You know, he's like <laughs> <laughs> he's beyond. He doesn't deserve to be on the list. Okay. Um, he he has. Um, you we know, need a third category. Yeah. <laughs> we need a new yeah. category. Yeah, um, not on the list. He will <laughs> deny the list anyway. It's like it doesn't matter. Like, you know, put we put him on the list. We don't put him on the list. He will deny everything. So <laughs> yeah, it's true. All right. Okay, we got we got a doesn't make any list. Um, make any. Next, um, Jeff Bezos. God. I think he's with Johnson, definitely. We just let's just send not him on the space list. and leave him there. Not yet. Okay, you know, Bezos not is, to return. Yeah. Bezos is staying in space. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> There's so many lists now, look, with you know. Well, I mean, yeah, we need to yeet some people to space. Uh, <laughs> what okay. did they say? It'll take like five hundred years, right? To send to go to Mars. There you go. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Bye. All right. Um Okay, good so far, good so far. I'm with you. Okay. Um, number five, uh, hybrid teaching. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh this is evil. Um, this is contextually specific, you know? This is, you cannot, you cannot just make me do choices like this. This is not black and white. <laughs> okay, but you have to choose one. We need to interpret the situation. Um, don't be a reviewer too. Don't make me, you know, change my oh, <laughs> interpretations. Okay. okay. So we n- now we it have an- we have another list now. It depends. It, it, yeah, it's a kind of case study context matters list. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> but 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 Biden didn't. Make oh, poor, that. Biden just went on the but, naughty list. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Right. Poor Santa is like, how he's gonna you know manage all this list? I don't know. They they just keep popping up. Okay, we're up to five lists so far. Ready? Um, <laughs> Out of and we only had five entries, five, right? Five entries. questions. <laughs> yes. This is amazing. Okay. 
Number six, um, we have mutual aid comrades. Nice. Together with the workers. Yeah. They, they will probably be the same people, actually. That's true. Big overlap, for sure. <laughs> when you think about it, right? Okay, we, next we have Elon Musk. He's on the list with Bezos. Onto on the space Into without space. return okay. ticket. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, number eight, virtual conferences. Oh, naughty. Oh, please, no. <laughs> <laughs> onto, <laughs> onto the space as well, please. <laughs> but, but actually, okay, this is going to be split into two lists. Uh, we, we, okay, <laughs> the space list is splitting again. <laughs> no, it kind of it merges. It's like a Venn diagram. If you put yeah. like a space list together with the um, contextual list, and you know that that bit in the middle of that Venn diagram will be virtual conferences. <laughs> oh no! Okay, so we'll keep a few. We'll keep a few, basically. Okay, okay. Depending on context, and the other ones Dep- will yeah. go in the space. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Okay, I'm getting confused at this point. Uh, okay. um, I I need I need to get on my whiteboard and just diagram. Yeah, this. we should have we should have had like a whole mirror going, right? Yeah. Um, later, later. Okay. Okay. A couple more. World Health Organization. <sighs> that's a difficult one. Yeah. Oh, that's why why are you making this? Um, at least so difficult for me. Um. <laughs> Let's put it into the context list. <laughs> okay, why? Most people well, would say they go on the nice list. Why are they getting context? No, so they, you know, like in, in the last two years, they should really be on the nice list. But mm. we also think at how they kind of some of the, of the, I think they're trying to be on the nice list, but capitalism doesn't allow them to do so, right? They're just mm. so restricted but what, but by what they can do and by the people who are in charge. That, that it just they just can't quite make it to the nice list. So this is the last one, and I've decided that you need to put one in naughty and one in nice for this one. You ready? Okay. And maybe next time I do this game, we'll we'll make you choose between a like we'll we'll make you like keep one and bin one next time or something. But um, <laughs> it's quickly evolving. My ideas for this game is quickly evolving, <laughs> no, and I have so I'm many really more worried. options now because you gave me lots of ideas for like multiple lists. <laughs> um so anyway next time is gonna be crazy so, next time no nobody's gonna listen to our episode <laughs> okay so last okay. one i need i need one naughty and one nice here you ready okay, okay so this is a big question zoom and teams so one has to be naughty one has to be right nice. right right okay zoom is naughty and teams is nice Uh-oh. and i and and this is this is only because you forced me to give this answers. Um, absolutely, I would like this minuted. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, they both go into the context list, right? Uh, 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 no, otherwise, they all go to space, right? <laughs> to space. <laughs> it's like, seriously, everything goes to space today. No, so the only reason that teams made it to the nice list is because they saved the chat history. So, if, you know, mm. I don't need to, like, mm-hmm. look for links 50 million mm-hmm. times, um, whereas Zoom doesn't. But also, yeah. Okay. That's what everybody so, wanted to know. So I think that's... I'm, I'm, I'm glad I've shared. Um, yeah. Everybody knows now. Everybody knows. Um, okay. So who's getting Christmas present? Just the workers, right? Yeah. The workers and the, and the comrades doing mutual aid. And that's about it. Great. And so I think the best Christmas present for, for, for that folk would be unionization. 
Yeah. Yeah. Does does Santa deliver? Unionization. Union union, union union membership. And maybe Santa can deliver like a space trip for a few people on our list. As well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and some and some Permanent space trip. Permanent space trip. This is this is brilliant. Uh, I love this. Um wow, our Christmas fund really evolved um it did, over yeah. the years. Um I'm I'm really quite impressed. Um anyway, so you know I'm I was thinking recently, right? Yes. Uh, I'm kind of smoothly mo- moving us. I, did, I don't know where. Um, so if you were, or like if somebody were hardcore anti-feminism, mm. surely you wouldn't call yourself anti-feminism, would you? Like you'd call yourself uncle feminism. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love it. <laughs> I warned you. I warned you to go to some terrible so jokes. So good. So good. <laughs> it's a proper bad joke. Okay. Oh. Any but more? Do you expect more? Do you want more jokes? Do you have more jokes? Oh, I always have jokes. You know, this is... Um, okay, go on. You know. Okay, so you know how, like, well, we're disaster scholars, so people constantly ask us, you know, they always kind of say... Why weren't you able to predict a disaster as big as COVID? Yeah. But not everybody has 2020 vision. That's terrible. Oh, no. Thank you. <laughs> this, is, this is what I'm here for. Uh, um, yeah. Okay. And I have one more joke okay. for today. Go on. So, you know, like over Christmas period, I don't really know what to do. So I was thinking um, of starting a professional hide-and-seek tournament. But it was a total disaster. Because uh, good players are really hard to find. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh. Uh, that one's going to stick with me, unfortunately. Uh, well, um, ho, ho, ho. Happy 2022. If, you know, this is the rate we're going. <laughs> it's going to be a long year. But hopefully not. <laughs> All right, well. We wish everybody the best this holiday season and uh, it's been a hard year and hope you all get to spend some time with your friends and family and chill out a bit. Indeed. And so before we close, I guess, as we do in every Christmas special. So New Year resolutions, comrade. Um, I think I have one for you. If you have one for me. What were our last year's New Year resolutions? Do you remember? Yours was still reading fiction. You still haven't fulfilled that one. (laughs) I, re- I I read some. I did. I read oh, like read? I read Arrow of God. I read Things Fall Apart. That's about it, though. <laughs> okay. So this year, I resolute you. <laughs> is it, you is resolute it me. Yeah, is that, okay, is that a, a word? Okay. So your resolution for next year, uh, and it's serious resolution. Yeah. Um, is to is to just block time to write um, because that's so much fun writing, right? It is. And just full disclosure for listeners, the reason that I'm getting this resolution is probably because I'm like, I'm the bottleneck of all the collaborative papers and I'm the person that, that's holding up everything. So I really appreciate this, but there's there's a little bit more behind this, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, and but that wasn't the hint uh, or maybe no it wasn't, it wasn't a oh, hint oh, at oh. all oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. all right 
Okay, what's mine? You're so funny. Okay. I know, right? Thank you. Yeah. And passive aggressive. Like, we've been having this talk recently about your passive aggression. <laughs> I've been in the UK like, for too long. You see, even... that's not my fault. I can't believe it. I can't believe this, this resolution. Okay, anyway. Okay, my resolution for you is to go and see a sleep therapist so that you can actually sleep more hours at nighttime. Because you're so you're you're cranky and passive aggressive. <laughs> no, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> maybe maybe it's just me. Maybe it has nothing to do with my sleep. You know? <laughs> I think it's I think it's to do with like too little sleep. You need to you need to figure that out. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. So mine's so quite I, serious as well. I'm not passive aggressive at all. I'm not passive aggressive. <laughs> okay. I will, I will I will try and sleep more. Um, okay. But you know, the good thing about not sleeping, I mean, there is nothing good about not sleeping, but there is one good thing, is that I just get so much time to read, right? That's true. You do. You definitely read more than me. I was looking at the, your Goodreads uh, <laughs> the other day. You had like 160 or something. What's the deal? This year. You read yeah, like read. a book every two days or something. Yeah. That's insane. Because like I spend some weekends just reading, you know, like I can yeah. read for eight hours and stop. Um, wow. So I might, I think I'll reach like 165 maybe towards the end. It's incredible. I'm just trying to reach 30. <sighs> if I reach 30, I'll be happy. You've, all, you, you've done 29 now though, right? True. Okay, so say. you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Read fiction. Read fiction. The last one is to be fiction. <laughs> so pushy. Okay. Aw. <laughs> all right, we better wrap. People are probably tired of listening to us go on and on. Absolutely. All Happy right. New Year, everyone. See you in 2022. Bye, everyone.